anyway. Uh, oh. And there's our intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, and oh we're my back. God. We went to a podcasting conference over the weekend. Yeah, I know. I wasn't invited. You didn't miss a lot. Um, wow, I heard it was legit, quote unquote. From whom? You. Mm. It was okay. You posted that on Facebook. Did I? Oh no! I like the the picture of it was legit. Like you know, this like, is a legitimate picture. It, it was. I was shocked at how many people were there. I oh. think it was more. And I was. I was interested at the like cross section of people, like the number of like cosplayers at a podcasting conference. But anyway, one of the that makes sense. One of the find out it was driven by fandom. More yeah, than like that was, was a very fan centric thing, not a. Uh, a like, hey, I'm a, a lot of podcast industry kind of thing. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. It of, was less a. It was more like a comic con like? than it was. Like you don't go to comic con to learn how to draw comic books. You go to comic con to meet people that already draw comic books, mm-hmm. and that's what PodCon was. It was. Oh. Yeah. There was very or at least seemed that way. Yeah, there was very few their... like podcaster workshops. But anyway, I'm taking my shoes off though. Good. Yeah, one of the ones I went to was like how to like the first 60 seconds of your podcast and what to do in that first 60 seconds. And nowhere in that guy's, gen, you know, like recommendations was start out with Dylan burping. And oh, yeah, no, I'm sure. I but think he was missing something, wrong. Though, to be you honest. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Why do you think we're so successful? We've got the best intros of any podcast I've ever heard ever exactly. in the history of ever. Exactly. Does he oh, squat so on a regular basis? Um, maybe. Does no. he what? Squat. Oh, I don't know. It, How else do you get PG booty gains? Yeah, yeah. He didn't say. You got a squat. He was sitting down the entire time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all. I'm just answering work emails while you guys discuss the uh, gloriousness of podcast. Uh, we went together too. I don't know why we have to talk yeah, about it. We're talking to you, Adam. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Why are you ignoring us, um, Adam? I don't know what. Tell me a joke. Um, Be funny. So the pirate walks into a bar with a steering wheel on his crotch. The bartender says, hey, what's with the wheel? The pirate says, arg, it's driving me nuts. I love that joke. Yeah, I know. Me too. So uh, two <laughs> like uh, like windmills, like the kind that you know make power, are uh, are standing next to me. <laughs> Just the way you described it. Two windmills, <laughs> the kind that stand next to each other. Shoot, now I forgot the punchline. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they were talking, and he's like, so what kind of music are you into? And the second one said, yeah, I'm just a huge metal fan. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Good. That's a good one. We got there. Anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, again, best intros of any podcast in the history of ever. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 113, where we don't tell dad jokes all the time. We talk about video games. My well, name we, is. We do tell a lot of dad jokes, too. Yeah. yeah. My name's Adam West. There's dad joke one. I am Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. All right. I'm actually the only dad here, so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. I've been called a dad. <laughs> That's different. It's very Fine. different. Very I mean, different. Huh. Anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, and okay, what are we talking oh, So yeah, video games. Welcome. Welcome uh, to our podcast. Hey. Yes, we, we talk about the games and some news and stuff. And this week we've got some news to talk about, including a new game in the Steam World universe. I'm super excited for it. Same. Um, the Switch and its games. Hey. They're doing all right. Just fine. They're going to be fine. Uh, the Anthem demo is on the way, and I remember hearing some of this, and it's kind of like you kind of go, what? Mm. Um, Far Cry New Dawn is adding some light RPG touches. Just a little bit of touches. A little, little RPG flair. Yeah. And uh, the Epic Store has got some interesting ideas uh, in regards to reviewer or to reviews and influencers. I hate that word. Influencers? I hate, I the hate, word hate that word so I much. I hate it. Same. It's like. I hate uh, it. I agree. It's terrible. Why can't you just say salespeople? 
Like, why can't <laughs> why you can't we just, just be say, honest? Why can't you just say human billboard? Mm-hmm. It's so much, I mean, it's more words, but it's way more descriptive. Uh, plus, we got some questions this week and some cheap free games to talk about in a Humble Bundle. Some really long questions. They're meaty this week. Yeah. Sorry. Big Man. meaty questions. I mean, I love a good big meaty question, but... <laughs> Um, anyway, let's get into what we're playing as we always do. First, I'll go this week because I don't usually go first when go. we do this. I'm playing Super Mario. Wait, I'm playing New, New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. We or you Deluxe. That game needs help. I don't yeah. know why they <laughs> From didn't. From a naming perspective, you, you just you can edit it. So is that the, that's the Mario game that was on the Wii. You. You. Yes, it's the yes. new Super Mario Bros. Wii U. And it U. also has Super Luigi U. And it's got the DLC from that, which is Super Luigi U. And then it's also got a couple of uh, new characters and power-ups and stuff like that. I played that on the Wii. It was fun. It came <laughs> with played my it on Wii. the Wii U. Whatever. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, it came with my Wii U. I played it. It was good. It's a great game. Yeah. It's probably oh, it's one, of, one the, of the best. Yeah. Probably of the 2D Mario. Because like, the best would be Super Mario World, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then close second is probably Super Mario 3. See, that's my favorite one. Mario 3 is my favorite, but I mean, if you're talking to like the general, like video game public, I would think that people who. Two a lot too, though. Two is random. It's super random. I love it. And the first one's so like influential. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, this is probably one of the better or. Yeah, it's one of the best 2D Mario games for sure. Nice. It's really good. The secrets are all there. The music's all there. It handles just like a Mario game. It's super, super fun. Um, I didn't want to spend the full 60 bucks to get a game I'd already gotten once, but it came with everything. I did it, and it was worth it because I'm... I really need to finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I was just so into it for, like, a solid, like, month. I needed a break. Um, So, but I need to finish that because we're going to be doing a thing, like you said, and we'll talk about that because there's another game I need to finish. Mm -hmm. Um... And so, yeah, so there is that. I've, Before you move on, have you played any of the Luigi levels yet? So, yeah, yeah. And, and they're the, like, time trial ones, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it starts with a da 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 and then a da 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 It goes real fast. That's fun. So it's you've got 100 seconds or whatever that, that yeah. time limit is to get through a kind of, like, remixed level yeah. or a remixed version That's of that level. That's an interesting idea. That's a really interesting idea. And it's got his little floaty yeah. kind of. He's a floatier character. Yeah. Like, so. I might have to break that out on the Wii U again. Yeah. Do it. I it's just fun. hooked up my Wii U. I totally redid like all my systems, and so my oh, yeah. Wii U is actually hooked up again. It's great. Um, oh, there's another one. Uh, oh, piece of candy. Oh, <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking about that Family Guy episode the whole time. <laughs> um, what else am I playing? I was playing some stuff. Good and things and things. Love stuff and things. Um, That's why I bring a list. Yeah, crap. Um, so, yeah, so I'm playing some stuff you're, on my you're playing some on my stuff. Super Mario system. Yeah, the Switch. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I need to go back through Celeste again because I've decided I want to do that as well. So I can I talk Celeste because it was one of the games <laughs> I did play this week. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like that's I'm done. That's what I'm playing. Yeah, oh, and I'm also playing that stupid Wordscapes game on my phone still. <laughs> I hate it. I can't stop. So I really <laughs> dig Celeste, but I can't play it for more than like a half hour at a time. It hurts my hands so bad. Get good, Cliff. I don't know what it is, but you it's You need like, one of those hand scrunchers. I don't know what it is, but I like I cannot play that game without <laughs> just like both. like that like muscle that runs down the like the middle of your, your uh-huh. forearm just aching and like my thumb and Are you like, playing it on the Switch or the Xbox? I'm playing it on the Xbox. Um Are you using the are you using the analog stick? 
Um, for control? Probably. Because I find, for me personally, I find that when I play a platformer, like a straight-up 2D platformer, I always manage to control better and handle everything yeah. way better when I use the D-pad. Yeah, I don't know. So like, try I, I that. I can try, but it I, might think, hurt I think it's actually the... But it's the other hand, though. Like, it's not this hand. It's this hand. Oh, it's your button. Yeah. yeah, It's my button hand. And I think it might just be the combination of having to, like, hold down one thing and push another thing. And, like, there's a lot of grasping and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I want to play that game, but I just, it, it makes my hand hurt so bad that I can't. We'll put be it good on at the um, game. So put it on the super easy assist. I mode. think that's my what I I might honestly like I I've really enjoyed the story so far. I like like the, the story like that dude you talked to that's from Seattle. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, he's great. You know, I I cleared out the the like the hotel. Um, oh, with Mister What's His Name in the hotel. Yeah, but oh, I like just had so to like. Sad. It is super sad, but I, so I'm really enjoying the story, but. I'm, I don't know if I want to just like cheat my way through the entire game so I can see. You're the like kind of halfway there. Yeah, I'm. I'm really liking it. I yeah. just can't. I, I. I. physically can't play it. It's. It's really disappointing. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Put it on super easy mode and yeah. just go through it because the story. It's. It's really cute. It's super sweet. It's heartbreaking. It's. It's educational. It's everything. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to actually the other game I was playing, or I actually finished it because I wasn't on last week, so I, I have a bigger list of mm-hmm. games. Um, I beat Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to be able to compare and contrast those because in theory, they're both kind of about the same thing. Um, and so it, it seemed like a good thing to to play, but I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I did finish Greece, though. Greece, Greece. Greece, Greece, uh, Greece. Greece. Yeah, whatever. I think you got to roll that R. It's a Spanish developer. Um, no, that, that works. But uh, and it was gorgeous and beautiful and, and really fun in that kind of like. And you didn't have any weird... Gameplay issues no. with like background being too similar to the foreground I mean, and kind of. I mean, I guess me like if you pay attention, it's pretty obvious. Um, you have to kind of learn how the background and foreground work. Um, but no, I mean it's it's a pretty simple game. I mean, my kid, I watched my kid beat probably three quarters of it, and he's really he's a Minecraft gamer, mm-hmm. so like he didn't have any problem with it either. So, um, but it's it's beautiful. I mean, the, God, I the premise is. That's interesting about that game is that game is supposed to be about something. That game is supposed to be about like depression and mental illness and so on and so forth. But it's so like just metaphorical. Like it is so metaphorical that I just kind of ended up going like, well, that was a very beautiful platformer with really fun music. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm sure there was something there, but I, I if if I hadn't been it was told a little too that, artsy. Yeah. If, that, if, if no one had told me that that game was about something, I don't know if I would have even realized really it was about it. something so mm-hmm. whatever um i also beat red dead redemption 2 but if you want to hear about that you should instead go listen to the <coughs> two and hour two and hour, 15, 15 minute. minute podcast that dylan and i and my brother colby did this weekend. so you finished 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 whole okay. game's done yeah um now is this now that you're done with it is that i mean obviously you've got the the spoiler cast um is it something you're going to go back into that world and explore more and find the legendaries this and craft the blah, 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 that and, and things I, and stuff and if become the, a citizen of the world? If the gaming world's February didn't look as well, incredibly busy as it is, um, probably. I mean, my brother's got 200 hours in that game. Um, he says there are like there are new missions that pop up in the epilogue even after you've beaten it. Um, you know, there, there is so much stuff to do. There are so many things to see. Um, and if I didn't think that like Kingdom Hearts wasn't coming out in what Monday, seven days, right. (laughs) Um, 
And, you know, Far Cry knew whatever wasn't coming out, you know, 14 days after that. And Anthem wasn't coming out on the 22nd. Oh, my God. And I think, um, uh, what's the motorcycle racing game? Trials? Trials is coming out, like, February 12th. Like, if if February didn't have, like, 16 games I wanted to play, yes, I probably would go back (sighs) in that world and play more. But there are so many games coming out in the next, like month like a month from today like Aww. everything comes out i mean what's today the 23rd yeah so a month from yesterday all four of those games will come out and i want to play all four of them so well kingdom hearts comes out like next the 29th week. i think yeah yeah and then i can't uh, yeah okay man yeah exactly see i got that. game pass so i'd save money mm-hmm. on buying games and that's not happening well <laughs> that is a perfect segue Oh, okay. Perfect segue. Into. So, um, we did, exactly. So we did this Red Dead Redemption 2 spoiler cast. If you haven't seen that yet, go to, I think I think it's actually still QTE, so go to BiteMeQTE.com, and that'll take you to where you can get that. Um, you can also get it on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. We had such a good time recording it that my brother was like, hey, we should do this every month. And so what we decided to do is launch something called um, Bite Me DLC Plays. And so every month... We're going to pick a game, and we'll probably pick a game that is either on Game Pass or has been a gold game or a PS Plus game. Yeah, something that's available on three or four systems so we can all play it. And the idea is is that we'll all play it over a month, and we'll probably do short stuff, stuff that's, you know— Right, sub. You can either finish or get far enough. Play enough reasonably that you can make an educated decision on what you liked about it and what didn't. And then we'll we'll I we'll make a Discord channel for it so we can all talk about it on Discord as we play through it. Um, We'll ask everyone to put questions in, and then we'll have a big spoiler cast where we talk about the game and answer questions and have a good old fashioned time. So. The first game we were going to play is Hellblade, Hellblade Sinew Sinew Sacrifice, Sacrifice, which is amazing. Um, But the good news is for you on Xbox, that game is on Game Pass. So you can get that game for free and you don't have to spend $30 to get it. And if you're a Humble Bundle subscriber, you got that game at some point, I'm pretty sure, at a Humble Bundle six months ago. I might have a code for that still then. I'll have to look around. Yeah, I think I do as well. So maybe we'll we'll see if we do. If so, we'll give those away. but you can get it on PlayStation. You can get it on Steam. That game is available kind of everywhere except the Switch. So if that sounds like something that would interest you, go get it. And I think it'll be just really fun to all be able to be playing and talking about the same game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do a big podcast at the end and we'll uh, we'll tell you what we think about it. And, and you guys can give us your questions and, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Anyway. Any other games? Uh, that is all for me. All right. Sir, what are you playing? I don't have much to talk about right now. I've, <laughs> I've been kind of slacking. In the video okay. game front. Um, Are you playing the board games? Playing a lot of board games. Uh, again, I had people at my house all weekend, like upwards to 10 or 12 people, and then some of them were staying, and I wow. was entertaining them for the, the holiday length of the weekend, and I've been also like trying to reorganize my house a little bit, so some spaces might be more functional to do other activities. Jumping jacks. Yes, yeah. mostly jumping jacks. Mostly jumping jacks. Oh, um, sounds good. I am going to try to figure out some way to work board gaming in as a separate piece of content, too, I think. I think it's great. um, Because I know some people are interested in that, so there might be be something for that. And, again, try to maybe make some extra um, listener-influenced content with them, maybe if they're playing board games. And I know some people like Tabletop Simulator, too, which simulates that experience. So um, Does it? Maybe that'll be a project coming up here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, well, Dylan and I found some, like, the one cool thing about PodCon is we did find some cool things that might make recording remote podcasts easier. Um, we're recording uh, 8-Bit tomorrow, 
um, and we're going to try one of them. Um, okay. I don't remember what it's called. Zencaster. Zencaster, yeah. So literally you just start, and then everyone else goes to a web page that you send them, and then it records all their audio locally automatically through a web browser. It's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Mixes it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, similar to it's, uh, it's connect uh, Source Connect. Um, Source Connect. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Similar to that, too. Yeah. But that's that's a two-way. Yeah. And so this one you can do, I think, up to four people at once. Okay. So we're going to try it tomorrow see how it works. But I think, like, the idea behind that is it would make doing things like, you know, that kind of Bite Me DLC content a lot easier where mm-hmm. we can, you know, you beat a game and you want to talk about it, great. Give me some show notes and we'll talk about it. You know, cool. We'll do an hour on it and, right. and just let people talk about stuff they want to talk about. <clears throat> Sounds good. I'm excited. Um, all right. If you would like to help support our podcast, you can go to our Patreon. We have one of those set up. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, for as little as a buck a month, uh, you can support our show and get access to all kinds of fun stuff and swag and things and episodes before earning buddy outstairs. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not logged in, so I don't know these people yet, but hang on and we will list them. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, literally a buck a month. Uh, you can also give us like $10 a month. You can give us $50 a month if you want to. I would um, not stop you. I would not stop you at all. In fact, I might fly to wherever you live and hug you in person. Depends on how much it is. I mean, if I can get a flight for about 50 bucks. But uh, yeah, so for a buck a month, all the way up to 10 bucks a month, you can support us. 10 bucks a month is our producer level, and you get all kinds of extra stuff, including your name on every podcast. Right now. Right? You ready? Meow. Alan Schulte. Hey, Alan. Austin Palmer. What's up? Mr. Jack Irish. We talked a little bit last night. It was nice. Uh, Jacob Frank. Hello. Joe Cole Jr. Hi. Kevin Schuld. Hey. Tom McDermott. What's up? And of course, Mr. Vinny Champa. Hey. <laughs> that was fun. It was good. It was good. Maybe, maybe yeah. we should do uh, nicknames for all our Patreon supporters. Like, we can give them an extra nickname. That's like, the, oh, like that's what you like get the Simpsons for when you when you log on to that when you get to that level of Patreon. Like, yeah, like oh, when you uh, um, you get a nickname, like the episode "The Treehouse of Terror" or whatever. Uh, it, on The Simpsons, every year when they would do it, all the yeah, the, James Spooky yeah. Brooks, <laughs> right? Exactly, would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, if you are a patron, actually, too, uh, Joe Cole Jr., who is also a patron, made cool um, Little like graphic fingers? frames for uh, all the patrons uh, for our Discord. So, if you are on Discord and uh, you are a patron, you should hit him up because they actually look really dope. Yeah, I, like I freaking love it. That's a cool. Yeah. It's like, it a good idea. Like yeah. he sent me a little drawing, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. Love I like it. it. I wish I had good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right? You make me look bad. Yeah. Oh, hold. Oh, there's somebody calling me. Hold, please. And we're back from that call. Go ahead, caller. No, actually, please don't. Please don't. Hello. <laughs> um, All those I'm calls- on the phone here. I'm on the phone. <laughs> All those calls do is just make me glad that I don't do Adam's job. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why I, maybe, can't I maybe say Maybe people no. call me. I just don't pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What were we talking about? I think it's time for news. Okay. Mm-mm. Oh, I was going to show for our humble bundle thing. We'll do, that, we'll do later. that later. Yeah. Woo. Um, all right, news. Let's get into it. I was really excited when I saw this because uh, Nintendo just had a little uh, kind of Nindy Direct kind of finger. It was weird. I guess. I didn't and, and watch it. It was done by like the time we woke up, I think. Everything's done by the time we wake up because we're on the West Coast. I guess. I was up a quarter to six today. I'm pretty sure that it was... Yeah. yeah. That's silly. Same. Yeah. Silly pants. McGee. Yeah. Um, well, in case you missed it, they announced a cute little game called Steam World Quest, Hand of Gilgamech. <laughs> 
I just like saying it. Um, I like and it's, Mac. That's it's that's good. awesome. It's really cool, and it's kind of an RPG ish card game. Yeah, but something that that Steam World dig. Uh, SteamWorld heist universe where everything is adorable little steam-powered robots. Hell yeah. Um, I was super, super hyped on this, and then they're like, plus there's card-based combat, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, like I said, I'm willing, I told Dylan this today, is that like, out of the three things, like it's a SteamWorld, you know, a SteamWorld game, it's an RPG, Card-based combat. I like two out of three. So I am 100% willing to give this a go. Are you not a Magic fan? Are you not? No, it's not really my my thing. It's not my thing. But I'll try it. I would try it. Yeah. I think this is interesting. um, And it's hard to really gauge how this plays. But... um, I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to feel much like a card game, and it will no. feel more like an RPG. Looking at it, it kind of has this, like your abilities are still very much like an RPG. It's like, except there might be a randomness to it. My so you, you have certain abilities on a certain turn. So knowing which abilities might, yeah, you might get the later. the second, like the very first sequel to um, Kingdom Hearts. The I don't remember what it was called, but it's the one that was on the probably the Game Boy Advance at the time, I would guess, um, did the same thing where you had card-based combat. And it was really more just like you'd collect cards and you'd create a deck. And those were, instead of going like, you know, JRPG, like, you know, you know, use my sword, fight, fight, or attack, you know, or magic, ice ball, go. It was like, right. oh, I have these cards with these attacks that I can use. Right. So. That's very much like a board game I'm starting to play. Nice. And so, like, I understand, like, it, it is a very interesting way to to frame an RPG's combat because yeah. it's not just about I'm going to attack you until you're dead. Like, yeah. it's more like how do I use these abilities in an order that maximizes, like, the value of damage that I can do yeah. and the way I move around the battlefield or doing different things so i think it'll i think it'll be interesting yeah i agree i think i like i'm not going to yeah. i'm not going to write this off just because i'm like right. yeah, I and cards. i hope that doesn't turn people off because yeah. it i don't think it's at all going to play like a card game no. it's going to play like an rpg i just hope they kind of keep the deck building maybe to a minimum right. like i don't want to spend yeah. a lot of time doing that so we'll see um that's coming out this year too so <laughs> yeah i want to see uh Oh, I, this one they didn't have a date for. I think it just said 2019. Um, one other thing that came out of that Nintendo Direct was a game called Unruly Heroes, which I played the first level of at ID at Xbox two years ago mm-hmm. and absolutely adored. And I've been kind of watching development of that. And, you know, I, I subscribe to their email list, and so I get stuff every once in a while. It looks absolutely awesome. And today they were just like, oh, by the way, this game's out today. Oh, so, is it out now? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, wow. Uh, check out Unruly Heroes oh, on Nintendo the Switch. the one that kind of looks like Rayman. Yeah, it's got this real painterly look to it. It's four-player co-op. Yeah, I totally remember that. It one looks now. really good. It looks I don't really think I played good. It, but I remember you played it. Yeah, I played it. it. it was... Told me about it, and I also like saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So Unruly Heroes, I think is oh, one. Wow. Too. Right. <laughs> what the what? Yeah. What the what? Yeah. I really that enjoyed insane. that. So so check that out. Um, too. Cool. Twenty bucks. That's a good deal. Oh, that's a good deal. Now, what about uh, Inmost? You, you know, I saw the rest of the stuff that got announced there, and I wasn't real familiar with any of it. So, so inmost, inmost is something I'm kind of interested in, mainly because it's first off, it's got that it's the pixelated, you know, super pixelated mm-hmm. kind of game, which is great. But it's also got a lot of like some of that cool graphical flair that they did in um, Octopath Traveler with oh, the light and sure. stuff. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, but it looks like a, a platformer of sorts. 
um, could be interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things announced at that today that I just, like, honestly, I just didn't have time to really dig into any of them. Right. But there was some cool stuff. Um, there's another one that came out. I knew as soon as I saw the Steamrolled something that you were like, oh, I must have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. pretty much it. Was that, <laughs> like, uh, and it's done. Yeah, that's, that's what I needed. Um, I've heard a lot of people talking... Um, about ah, crap! I accidentally clicked on a leaving Netflix article instead of what well, was actually coming out. Well, as one does. <laughs> as one does. Um, there's another game called. Wait for it. I'm waiting. I think I'm pulling up a, a video. Unfortunately, aye, that's okay. Aye. Oh, the aye, yeah, aye, crap! Aye. I don't know. You know. There was other stuff that came out of that today that looked good. So cool. Um, so let's go on to the next thing here because it's still about the Switch. All about the Switch. All about the Switch. Um, ow, I just hit my foot and I don't have shoes Have on you made house. the Switch yet? hi yo. I've made the Switch twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, so if anybody had any questions about whether or not the Switch was a hit, whether it was doing well, whether it's a viable system, whether it's going to be supported in the long term, y'all can calm down. Mm. It's doing just fine. Just if fine. you haven't bought in... Bye, bye, bye. Now right? is the time. <laughs> We're doing it live. You need anyway. to like you need to like that mad money guy. Yeah. This is crazy. I, you need to do the the like in store demos for yeah. like Ginsu knives. <laughs> like those stuff. guys at the fair that try and sell you pans. Yeah, look at what I can do. Yeah, yeah. See? I don't know why I've got old school yeah, like that. Yeah, but say, it's whatever. Pan, that's more than just pan stuff. You can pan for gold. You can cook in it. Um, so the Nintendo Switch was the best con- best-selling console of 2018 in the U.S. Barely beat the PS4, but hey, it beat the PS4. Yeah, hey, which, anything I think, to beat a PS4. That's right? pretty awesome. <laughs> and it only took four or five years. Xbox doesn't release sales numbers. Who knows? Maybe it, they beat both of them. Yeah, maybe they, they did. did not. Well, you um, don't know. That's fine. It's it's still my favorite. Um, like I think this is really good news. Um, I like to see the Switch selling well. I mean, the fact that it had to beat a system barely that was. Most likely going to be replaced next year is maybe saying That's something fine. as well, but still, I think it's really cool. I think it's I think it's great that they're making a bunch of them. I just want people to keep getting switches. Oh, totally. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting to hear them be like, "We were the best selling console," which is great, but you barely beat a five year old console. Yeah. So, um, but either way, it is good. How, so, how many do we have exact numbers on what on what that actual? Oh, I. Sales figure do, was? I don't know what they are. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Many. Um, in many October 2018, Nintendos. they had sold over 22 million units total. Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So, so to answer your question, is, is I'm sure somebody knows I'm that that sure person is not me. It's twice as many Wii U as the right. Wii U, right? Almost. So um, in, in other news, though, in uh, December, so Red Dead Redemption 2 topped U.S. game sales for the entire year, right? Yeah. yeah. Out of for the months. Out of the, how, like, that's insane. That's insane. But Smash Bros. won December. Yeah. So. People have really seemed to be getting into, uh, I mean, and, I mean, the game, Red Dead came out in, like, late October. Yeah. yeah. So. That's pretty impressive, really. I think it's interesting, though, because Red Dead was available on the PS4 and the Xbox, so you've got way more more places for it to be. But then Smash Bros., for it to win December, I mean, 22 million Switches are sold. It had to have gone to... A lot of like two thirds of those switches. Yeah. So like the attach rate for these games is super high. Uh, it's yeah. insane. For some of those games, it's going to be almost one to one. Yeah, like Zelda. At one point, when Zelda was outselling the actual system, <laughs> right. it's 
Um, Speaking of Nintendo Switch, though, before we move on, mm-hmm. I have two docks now, and it's incredible. Oh. <laughs> I also I did, have two just, docks, and I it's just, great. I just want to tell everyone, like, if you have two rooms that you might play video games in with your Switch, having two docks is amazing. Right. Yeah. I literally pick it up, and I click it down over here, and it, poop, the TV pops on. Did you buy a full price one? Uh, I got it for Christmas, actually. Oh, nice. Which but, is the best deal of God, all. God, they're, so, they're so expensive, <laughs> though. Is, I hate how expensive but, they are. That's like it's like Adam saying like I didn't want to pay sixty dollars for Mario, but then you play it and you're like I'm having fun, so why do I care? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's the same thing. Like yeah, it's expensive, but man, that first time you're like, man, I didn't have to move my dock down here downstairs. Uh-huh. You're like, ah, it was worth it. It is. I agree. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and I've actually been thinking about it because I know there's a couple of other like third party docks now that are officially licensed mm-hmm. um, that are cheaper. Um, so I've considered it. Although I've heard like. Do the research oh, on that yeah. because occasionally those fry switches. Yeah, so, well, yeah, and nobody likes bucks a, fried is a lot of money. It's well, when you think it's about just, it, it's a third of the price of the system. Yeah, well, and I mean, especially when you really know that's all that's in there yeah. is like a little, a little teeny, video converter. Well, I, I mean, maybe I guess. Yeah, it's a little teeny chip doing. I mean, you know how big the space that that thing fits in is. So yeah, not very, not much going on in there. That's so annoying. I think it's just obnoxious that you can't just plug your Switch directly into... A USB-C to HDMI. Yeah. Done. Yep. Come on, guys. Get it together. Yep. Um, also, it sounds like some other people should get it together because they're confusing some folks, maybe. Holy cow. Um, so the Anthem demo is coming very soon. When is the demo going to be... Well, so that's actually the... There. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Oh. That's so where the confusion lies. There wow. Are, there are two Anthem demos. There is the Anthem VIP demo. Which I'm not going to be in. And, well, that you might you might actually be in it. How? Um, so people that can be in the VIP VIP demo are people that have pre-purchased have VIP, not. Anthem or are part of EA Access. Is that the Xbox thing? Yes. The $30 I've, a year Xbox I'm thing. I'm totally in there. Yes. So you are eligible for the Anthem VIP beta. What? Yeah. That's so stupid. So there you go. <laughs> um, I'm a VIP. <laughs> but then there will also be uh, an open beta. So let's what? see if <laughs> I, I can no figure so if I can figure this out. So the Anthem <laughs> VIP beta um, will be available Friday, January 25th to Sunday, January 27th. So it's essentially like two and a, a half days. Yeah, it's a, a weekend. Um, the servers go on at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can Friday, do, not going to be here. Yeah, okay. you can do math to figure out what time that is for you. Um, it's noon Pacific, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, essentially they go they go live right as you get to work on Friday These morning. These times are Pacific time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's you, what I said. Oh, said, I said 12 uh, Eastern time. Apologies. I'm like, Apologies. I'm so confused. So 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific time on the 25th. Then they go down. Sunday. Um, yeah, Sunday at 6 p.m. Sunday, Pacific Sunday, time. So Sunday. you get about a weekend. Uh, and then the Anthem Open demo will kick off on Friday, February 1st and remain available until Sunday, February 3rd. You get to start at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Again, goes down at 6 p.m. Pacific time on the uh, the 3rd. So they're both there. You will need Xbox Gold or PlayStation Plus um, to be able to play the multiplayer just like any other multiplayer game. Um, you can preload this, too. So um, the game's between 26 and 44 gigs to preload. So you'll probably want to get on that. Um, the interesting thing about this uh, this demo, though, is it's not 
like what worried me about it oh, no. is that it was going to be like the Destiny beta, which was essentially the first. The opening mission. Yeah, that first opening mission. So you play it in the beta, and I played it like three or four times the beta, like with different people on different systems, trying different things out. And then I got the stupid game, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to play this game again. Um, Anthem actually, like in, I think they said November, December, said, okay, so this mission here, this is what is going to be the beta. And they forked that code off, and another team started working on it. And then the main team took it this way. It's a chunk from the middle of the game. Um, there's apparently not much in the way of tutorial. Um, and the game you, the tutorial, you or the, sorry, the beta portion that you're playing is going to be different than the one in the live game just because they've kept working on it. So they're like, it could be kind of buggy. It's not the same hmm. code base that's going to release when the game comes out in February. So... You know, go ahead and play it. Is that like... I don't think it's smart at all, frankly. (laughs) Because if it's changed enough, I mean, what... Right. What I, if they've made what if they've made bad changes to it? What if this what if this demo is just insanely good and all the changes they've decided to do were real bad? See, and what then they worries come me in. more is that it's gonna suck. And people are gonna go like, I don't wanna play this dumb game and flip the table <laughs> and then well, but I mean it keeps happening on these weird EA launches where they're you know, I mean, they did the Mass Effect early access thing and people were like, Oh sweet, I get to play Mass Effect Andromeda ten days earlier and they're like, Oh my god, have you seen those animations? Look at their, their eyes. Faces are melting. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm kinda curious how smart it is to branch code off at the end of the year and then not do anything to it for a month and a half. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's I guess that's is that so, this weekend? Yeah, that's that's tomorrow. If the if when you're listening to this podcast, when oh, this podcast yeah. goes up, it's literally tomorrow. Um, this this month is time is. Are you downloading it? Are you gonna? I, apparently, I am because I am also in EA Access. So. Are you in EA Access? I don't know. <laughs> it's just another one of those subscription things. It's one of those subscriptions I that I like. Don't I don't even know why I'm a, I don't a member like of it. Subscriptions anymore. I don't even know why I'm a member. I don't remember the last time because I played it. Because it's less than three dollars yeah, a like month. Three bucks a month, whatever. Yeah. It yeah. turns my credit card thirty dollars once a year, and I go, huh, cool. Yeah, I've got a library of games for thirty bucks a mm-hmm. year. Fine. So for one hundred and fifty bucks a year, roughly. Yeah. You've got Xbox Game Pass and EA Origins. Yeah, it's all fine. Access or whatever. Yeah. The things. It's is. all good. Um. Cool. Well, if you were going to download the demo for Anthem and play it, you should let us know. Maybe we can play together. Maybe yeah, we can talk good. about it. Yeah, we should we should try and set something up. Maybe you said you're out of town. No. Oh, I thought you said you were gone on Friday. The next weekend. I was joking about. Oh, you were gone. joking. Okay. I'm I'm going to be gone really, the seventh through the eleventh. It was a that good was a joke. Very good joke. It was a good joke. Yeah. You spoke with much conviction. Yeah. We should we should figure out some time say. to play. I don't remember how many people can play that game together, but we should get some 11. games together. Eleventeen. Eleventeen. I think it's like One three more. or four. <laughs> Crap! I'm dying. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to the next thing here, which is Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, that is going to be uh, coming out sometime. It's the 15th, I want to say. February, February? 15th. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it looks really interesting. I'm very pink. I like it. I do too. I, I, I like actually, that. I, I was a big, I did not like the like, hey, every video game now is shades of brown and dark gray. So drab. Um, yeah, I really like this new like. Things are pink, and there's there's all sorts of cool critters, and there's flowers and stuff everywhere. Um, well, yeah, it's also a nuclear winter. Whatever, but. that's fine. Like, I, it just means it snows sometime. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be fun, though, because it's basically a continuation of Far Cry 5 if you've not finished that. 
Um, it didn't end well. It did not end well, but you get to see what it led to, what, 15 years later, 10 years later? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember exactly, but yes, Which some I, point in time in the future. I think it's cool that Ubisoft seems to think in just 10 years that the world is going to be back to this sort of kind of thing in just yeah, 10 years. I don't really know. I don't think life can come back that quickly. Well, I'm not really sure how like nuclear fallout and nuclear stuff works. I mean, and maybe it depends on the type of bombs. Maybe it depends on where they were. I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. So, Either way, uh, everything's pink now and it looks really cool. And they're pushing in some new uh, RPG elements Yeah, to so like as opposed to Far Cry 5 where most of your leveling up and stuff was like you didn't really... You, you, could, you could level up your guns and you stuff. You could level up your guns. You could do, but I don't even think like your guns had levels necessarily. You, you could modify them. your yeah. guns. Um, this will have, uh, you'll be able to craft guns that have ranks and uh, that will make it easier to fight against enemies that also have ranks, that kind of thing. Um, there is also uh, a home base where you'll be able to rally all your characters and invest in that base to get uh, better upgrades and that kind of thing. Um, one of the most interesting parts of this, though, is. Um, you know how in Far Cry you could take over, um, I want to say like structures that were owned by the the bad guys. You know, sometimes it was a house, sometimes mm-hmm. it was a lumber yard, sometimes it was a library. I don't know. Um, you can do that same thing in this game, but you can choose to either take it over and then your guys will move in and like fortify it and defend it. Or you can just like clear everybody out. And go away. And then everybody will come back and you can take it over again. So you can – and it will be stronger the second time it sounds like. So huh. you'll be able to like strategically decide like do I want to take this over and hold it and you know have the advantage of it being held? Or do I want to let them come back and take it again and maybe get better bonuses or better gear or better stuff? So it gives you kind of some different ways you can manage how you want to play, uh, play the game strategically. It sounds interesting. Again, game's only 40 bucks. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I'm very interested. Hmm. I mean, I wish it wasn't coming out, you know. Same time as seven literally days everything else. An- anthem, but what do you do? <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Let's wrap up our little segment of news with uh, some info about the Epic Store and their ideas about reviews and influencers. Yeah, this is, you know, we already talked about how much we hate the term influencers, and I'm not actually that much bigger on actual influencers. <laughs> um and the Epic Store actually appears to be banking pretty heavily on them. Um, they do not have uh, reviews at all um, and said they are not going to add reviews to games until they can figure out a way to combat um, like kind of those, bombing. those, yeah, the review bombing like like Steam is so susceptible to. So they're like, we're not going to have reviews. And instead, they're going to operate in a way where if you as a quote unquote influencer um, sign up and get an account, you can influence people to buy games through the Epic Store, and then you will get 5% of the cost of that game. So if, you know, the game sells for 50 bucks, you'll make, what, 250 Is that math right? Um, sure. Uh, sure. That seems right. Um, and Epic's going to cover that cost. So, like, the developer doesn't have to pay that 5%. I mean, it's not like they're making a billion dollars a month minute yeah. but whatever but if the developer chooses to they can actually raise that amount and it comes out of their percentage so they can go as high as 20 percent and have you know you know incentivize i suppose uh these influencers to maybe push their game a little bit harder which all sounds like really shady and crappy to me where you're effectively buying influencers to push your product and, I, and like I know I mean as someone who 
I mean, we work with influencers every day. All the time. And that's what companies do. They pay influencers to sell their stuff. Like, I understand that that is a, I mean, 100% legit business model. Um, But I don't think anyone's really applied that to games yet, except in, like, I mean, like, obviously, we're we're a Humble Bundle influencer I, that's totally. terrible. I did not say that. We are a Humble Bundle partner. Do not I mean, ever, but you know, think about it. We drive people to buy Humble Bundle things, but also we... You also supported Humble Bundle for way before years I did. before. Right. My 835 games in my Steam account... Yeah. Came from Humble Bundle. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's cool. But you know... I mean, it's I, I, I think it's all right. Maybe? I don't know. Like, it just seems like this could, like, this may just work. Who knows? It might just work, but it also might go real gross and sideways. Um, Or maybe both. I I guess maybe if I felt that there was a little bit more, I mean, as a for instance, at our job, there are people that get paid to do things things like that. Endorsements. But there's oversight. Like, you can only do so many. You can, you know, there are there are ways you can and can't do it legally, so on and so forth. Like, there is there are regulations both from government bodies and within our company itself right. as to how those endorsements can happen. And this doesn't have any of those. <laughs> and that's what worries me about it. So, I mean, I don't maybe, know. I, I guess mean, we'll see. Maybe it'll just be one big learning teaching moment where yeah. it's like... I mean, they've got to figure something out because the way reviews typically work, uh, it's not not that great. Yeah. So. I don't know. What worries me about this on the other side of things, though, on the, the influencer side, is that they are still, like, especially if you're influencing via YouTube or you're influencing via that, you're still susceptible to FCC laws around influencing and disclosure of influencing and so on and so forth. And I don't think that Epic's probably going out of their way to tell everyone, like, hey, legally, figure out how you're going to do this legally. Yeah. That's that's well, worrisome. Well, I guess we'll find out because the uh, EA st- or the Epic Store is launching in, what, two months? It's live now, baby. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's been or, live for- Oh, no, I'm sorry. The... Uh, oh, it's it's not two months away. It's two months old. Old, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Adam's I'm dying. dying. It's a yeah. shame. All right. Di- the- if you die... In the middle of the show? Well, not only that, but, like, work's going to... The last bad. 45 minutes, people are going to be like, what happened? <laughs> Adam, Adam, and, Adam and Arthur Morgan both. Uh, oh, spoilers. Yeah. I'll be your Huckleberry. It'll be I all right. D- Have no. you never seen that movie? Uh, not for a real long time. Okay. Um, so anyway, there's all your news. Up next, we have questions from Mansox from Alan S. Oh, Schulte. <laughs> Alan's. Alan's. Uh, Alan's Jill Kosla. What? Alan's question. Yes. Um, uh, but first, like we always start off this segment with every week. Hey, yo, Vinny. That guy. How's it hanging? <laughs> Every well, time somebody says, how's it hanging, I always think of Jim Carrey's response in Liar Liar. What does he say? I can't say it. Oh, oh well. So, um, but. <laughs> it's been a long like, time. It was real good. <laughs> Low and slow. <laughs> I turned the mic off for that. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, so is there just dead air there now? <laughs> I'll mark that. Okay. Because <laughs> I can do that. Anyway, let's get into it first with 
Uh, Vinny, with the recent news of an open world Star Wars, another open world Star Wars game being canceled, how do we feel EA and Disney's relationship are affected by this? According to an Engadget article, they made a 10 year deal with Disney in 2013, meaning if they don't have a pullout clause, which most people don't, uh, they still have effectively another five years. So, do we see Disney renew their deal with EA? Or in parentheses, I highly doubt it. And if not, who do you think Disney would license Star Wars to, if anyone? I'm going to say probably no one. I think Disney is big enough to where they will hire somebody, keep it all in the house of the mouse. I don't think that's true. I don't even know. I, I don't really care about Star Wars games. It's, I just don't. I think it's interesting. <laughs> Battlefront sucked. <laughs> There's so many good Star Wars games. Um, but Battlefront 2 sucked. I mean, it's terrible. I, he didn't play Battlefront 2. He just hated the first one. Oh, yeah. That's he right. didn't play the first one. The Battlefront sucks so bad that Battlefront 2 also <laughs> sucks. Um, I think that this is... Kind of terrible, though. Like, I was very excited about the first Star Wars game, and then it got canceled. And I was like, well, hey, maybe they'll pull something else out, and it'll be great. And then this one got canceled. So, I mean, I think there is currently one Star Wars game in development right now. Um, in addition to, you've got to assume they're making a Battlefront 3. Um, so, I mean, if you look at five years from now, I mean, it's really four years from now. That That's probably one or two more games that maybe get put out by EA and can they get out of that contract who knows uh but i think it's interesting to look at kind of like their history um and what they're doing with their other big license which is marvel um and what they're doing with the the interesting thing is that disney has a lot of things that they also license mobily. Like they don't do any development in house anymore. They, they owned avalanche studios in salt Lake. They sold that off. WB bought it. Um, and I don't think, you know, the, obviously they sold LucasArts, um, when they bought, um, star Wars and they got rid of that too, just shuttered it. So they don't have any internal development right now, but they still have tons of games, especially mobile games. Um, up until now, those mobile games have been just, pushed out to a multitude of different developers. But then I'm going to say last month, month before they actually signed another exclusivity deal with a mobile developer to develop all their mobile properties. So, I mean, first of all, obviously they're not learning from (laughs) their mistakes or maybe this mobile developer is better than EA. Um, But on the flip side with Marvel, they just give Marvel license out to kind of anyone who wants it. I mean, that's how that weird... I would like one. Yeah, right? (laughs) Things I could do with a Marvel license. Wow. Um, But that's how the weird Nintendo Switch exclusive... What's the Marvel... It's the third one in the series. I don't remember what it is. We talked about it maybe a month or two ago. The new one coming to Switch? Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just a weird one-off license going to a single developer... And they're making a Switch exclusive game. But there's other Marvel stuff going on. There's a VR game. There's a, you know, they appear to take the, the Marvel license and just say, who can do something cool with the Marvel license? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'd really like them to follow that same idea with the Star Wars license. I think that there are a lot of companies that could do very cool things with Star Wars. I would love to see Obsidian make a new Star Wars game. I would love to see what Ubisoft could do with the Star Wars license. I would love, I mean... But didn't Obsidian just get bought by Microsoft? Microsoft? Yeah, so whatever. I'd love to see Microsoft do something cool with the... uh, (laughs) But you know what I mean, Hmm. that idea. I would love, I, I wish that some big IP had the whatever to say, hey, indie developers... Send us a proposal. Um, you know, we'll non-compete you, so you can't. You know, if we, if you, 
we're not going to take your idea and then make it somewhere else. Send us a proposal. Tell us what you would do with the the Star Wars license. What walking sim would you make with the the Star Wars license? What CCG would you make that with I would that do. license? I you know would do I mean? a walking sim. That would be God, fun. there's so many awesome. That world is so big. What could you do with the Star Wars license? I want to see a new privateer. I want to see a new. There's amazing things you could do. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer Two. Hell yeah! That like, was like my. That was the best game. thing that came out of that movie. Oh yeah, that, was that on the GameCube? It was yeah. an N sixty four game. There might have been another one. I think there was. They might have done two then. The I had the one with the N sixty four. I think it, it might have been games. one of those like split the yeah the generations thing. But I've heard great things about that game. I mean, I would love to see a big space battles game. I'd like to see like to bring back uh like Tie Fighter and X Wing. Bring those back and do like real flight sims. There's so many cool things you could do with that license if they would just get it out of the hands of EA. And I mean, I'm not one of those like I hate EA guys. Like they're fine, they're whatever. They mm-hmm. do some cool things, they do some bad things. They're a giant corporation. What do you expect? But I mean, so is Disney for that matter. Um, I do would just like to Disney, see them push that license out. Do a you bit. think that Disney maybe actually? Do you think Disney maybe even had a hand in canceling some of these? It's a really games? good possibility. I mean, you just don't know. Because yeah. maybe maybe nothing's going to happen to that relationship. Maybe everything is perfectly copacetic and just fine, and they're not going to do anything to alter their deal, and they're just going to... I think, unfortunately, too, <clears throat> Disney doesn't really understand video games. Um, For people who don't understand video games, they sure made two really good movies based on video game, the video game world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, I don't think that they understand the marketplace. I don't think, as much as I loved um, Disney Infinity, like, that game was confusing and weird and hard to play and hard to understand. Like, they, they don't they don't get how to make a good video game, and I don't think... And maybe they're pulling the IP too close, but at the same time, like, man, they let almost anybody write a book with that stuff, so I don't know. All right. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We will see how this goes. Um, thank you for the question, Vinny. Up next, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, which we've talked about, what do you guys see happening in the next gen of games? We are, yeah, we all have lots of ideas. Um, another Xbox One Y or something more? No disc bo- a no disc box or Xbox One X playing next gen games? Uh, PS5 with backwards compatibility, maybe a PS Now box. That was the most interesting thing in this entire... I know, I didn't right? even think of that. <laughs> I didn't either. <clears throat> um, and then Nintendo sticking with the Switch, obviously, um, and adding new models like they've been rumored with the Switch XL or the Baby Switch or the do-do-do Super Switch. No, 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 that's that's Baby... What's the shark song? Baby Switch, do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Switch, do-do-do-do-do. Okay, well, I totally f that one up. Don't really care because I've not seen that video. Have you never seen that video? How? Everyone's seen, seen that video. 75 million people have seen that video. How can you not be one of them? Yeah, over a billion people have seen a Justin Bieber video. I'm not sure I've ever I seen haven't. a Justin Bieber video. Well, then how have you not been one of those billion people? I watched a video with him and I think Skrillex making <laughs> yeah, a yeah, song. Yeah. Like it was like the making of. That was really interesting. Oh, are you being sarcastic? No, no. Like the like process Skrillex's, of watching that happen. Yeah. Like I don't like Skrillex and I don't like Justin Bieber. Justin but... Bieber is an amazingly talented vocalist. Like he's actually really sure, freaking I brilliant. Really do. I just don't like his And Skrillex is a fine. great producer. So yeah, They're not um, my thing, but that's fine. They're, yeah, for sure. They don't have to be my thing. Anyway. But watching that video was cool. Um... So, or is Nintendo possibly going to move to another platform, maybe a fourth party throwing a hat in the ring with the console, like Atari, Google, Epic, um, and streaming? Is that going to be an ongoing thing? Do we have the infrastructure for it? So, I think we've uh, talked ad nauseum about streaming. I think it's going to be a thing. It's a thing, and um, it's coming in this next generation. It might not be 100% this next yeah, generation, but it's, but it's going to make its debut as the next 
big way of delivering content. Interestingly enough, though, and this is not something that I have ever considered before, but the the reply to this question in the Discord was from uh, Mansox, um, mm. Hans, uh, yeah. that does 8-Bit with us. Um, and he is a network engineer, so he knows a lot about these kind of things. And he says, the thing that will kill a streaming console is if we can't get net neutrality back. Um, because without net neutrality, you can't have a streaming Xbox. It just, like... It, it wouldn't work. Why? Because uh, first of all, the fast lane idea yeah, and all is that exactly stuff. it is that, you know, yeah, it could work, but you might have to pay an extra $40 a month to your ISP in order to access it. You know, um, that without net neutrality, it makes things like that very, very difficult and very, very expensive. So, um, it seems unlikely that someone like Microsoft or Sony would take the financial jump into something like that without net neutrality being a thing. So, I mean, if anyone was going to know, I guarantee you it would be him. So true. Maybe not. True. Um, but I think that was interesting. The idea of a PS Now box absolutely fascinated me, though. Blew my mind. Um, like, how cool would it be to be able to buy a, you know, so, so it it's costs like 100 It's like the bucks, PlayStation Classic, but you get to play all the games. But from it's functional. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I could see how that could work. It's it's the size of, say, like a Steam box or, a, or not a Steam box, a Steam Link. Or yeah. something like that. Like just Apple plugs TV into kind of yeah, thing. size of an Apple TV, plugs into an HDMI thing, has two wireless controllers, cost a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty five bucks. Maybe you get, I don't know, three months of, of uh PlayStation Now for free and then you're good to go. You plug it in and you've got a gaming system. Like that would be very, very, very cool. So I could uh, I could see that being a big thing. Um I think PlayStation 5 has to have backwards compatibility. Like, I don't think there's any way they can launch and not have backwards compatibility of some sort. And maybe that is via PS Now. So maybe that's the way they're going to do it is say, we're going to push all of our PS4 titles into PS Now and you have access to those. But, I mean, I think that's a licensing problem too. So I think that they're going to have to figure that out though. I concur. Yeah, he's been sitting there working. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) Uh, I really hope a PS Now box is a thing. That would be really, really cool. It's a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. So, what do you think they'll do with the Switch? I honestly think you're going to see. I don't know if you're going to see a Switch XL. I it can't get any bigger. I don't want it to get any bigger. Right. I think can. People love big stuff nowadays. It's true. Well, I like the Switch does theoretically. The Switch does fit in your pocket. I would like to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You want to piss off any of your your female friends? (laughs) Show them that their cell phone does not fit in their pocket, but a Switch will fit in yours. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. My wife was so mad, (laughs) so mad. Um, Like I would like to see a Switch with the same. Like the same size as Switch, but a bigger screen. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't want that Switch. I think the Switch is actually already a little bit too big, frankly. Um, I don't. That's agree just me. With that. but yeah, that's yeah. fine. And that's but uh, that's what I was going to say. If the Switch, if they'd make an XL version, they can't have a larger footprint. No. They got to find a way to shrink that footprint, if anything. But you but can it's go fit in the same dock. It's got to fit in the same dock. Yeah. What um, about extra large Joy Cons? Oh, interesting idea. Like, they so could just... they'd be more ergonomic, but they would still have the same connectors. Oh, that's a really good idea. Because, like, that's a really for, good like, idea. You're, you're always like, I can't play this for more than a half hour yeah. if it's any sort of intense mm-hmm. game. Um, yeah, I I'm not a fan that, of the analog you could, you could yeah. make the grips more like an yeah, Xbox That's a really controller. good idea. That's a really good idea. You just had a million-dollar idea, yeah. my friend. I would like to see them make the screen, even if it's not bigger, make it higher resolution. Yeah, but um, then do you want to eat into your battery life? Because a well, screen that size, 720 is just but, fine. But the thing you're also thinking about, though, is that 
how much time has passed between the time where they hardware locked that system and now. All right. Um, processors are faster. You know, I mean, they've released how many iPhones since then? I mean, at least one, maybe two. And every single time they release a new iPhone, it gets a next generation processor bump. You go from an A8 to an A10 to an A12. So yeah. you could probably fit. And I mean, and the battery life gets better. So theoretically, you could probably take a switch, put a, gener- a processor that's a generation or two faster into it, bump up the screen resolution, and, and probably have the battery same battery life. life. I mean, you're not wrong. No. Interestingly enough, one thing I will tell you about the Switch that I read today, we were talking about Trials earlier. Mm-hmm. They said Trials plays terribly on the Switch in handheld mode because the triggers don't have, like, they're kind of on or off. They don't have a lot, don't of, have a a lot ramp of, up. of ramp up to them, and so it's really hard to play Trials in it. So you need mm-hmm. to play with a con- pro controller. But I, I think, I mean, who knows? I like to guess. I love right. to think about it. But Then do we think uh, that we might see a fourth party throwing a hat in the ring well, this year? I mean, what was that one that got announced the other the day? Mad box yeah, God. or whatever. Come on. Who named that? So, I mean, I guess that's coming out. <laughs> the Pro Box. Yeah, but that's not, that's not set for a release. Like It was like April 2022. Was it that far out? Yeah, oh, or 2021. Ridiculous. So it's a three, at least a three-year wait on that one. I think if you can... If that actually makes it. I think if you can make streaming work, I think you will see Google enter that. I think you could potentially see... Well, Google's already proven that streaming yeah. can work. I mean, God, work. it works so well. I played I played more of that in order to get my free copy of... Yes, uh, of, so good. <laughs> get my free copy of Assassin's Creed, and it's just amazing to me how well it worked. Um, I did it through my... I have a mini PC that's hooked up to my monitor, and I did it through that, and it was great. Um, like a super low-power one. It's like a media center, mm-hmm. and it was great. Totally. Um, so I think you could see that there. Um, there's huge rumors that Apple's trying to buy Nintendo. So who knows what could happen there? What could happen? I, mean, I don't want that to happen. I absolutely don't want that to happen. I think that would ruin that brand. But they but would match all my stuff. They would match all your stuff. That would be nice. Everything would be so nice and shiny <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, but yeah, so Google, like I said, like we just said, they're already doing the streaming thing, and streaming will be an ongoing thing. It will happen. I mean, I guess Atari is la- launching that stupid Kickstarter Atari box, too. That looks dumb. So, I don't know. I, I think there's barely room in the market for three, um, especially when you consider right. that the Xbox and the PlayStation at this point are effectively just PCs. I think, the, I think the only way there is three is because the Nintendo is not like the other two. Yeah, it's just, exactly. If I it agree. was more like the other two, there would only be two. If something came out, it would have to be incredibly innovative. Um, I don't even know what that is. Well, like, like, of course, I think that's why it's innovative. I would have liked to have seen like a Steambox work, like the idea of a plug-and-play PC that really all it exists to do is play video games. Um, I thought st- I honestly when I heard about the Steambox I was like that's going to be the thing yeah. that's going to be it's the like, thing I was interested in that because that's exactly what I want I yeah. want a PC that I don't do anything on but play games yeah. but, but I think the problem with it is is you just that buy a PC and play uh, games on it yeah but I mean really what I want is something sleek that looks great in my you know living room that's that I'm not going to have to worry about doing a bunch of you know wackadoo I don't want to drivers and updates I I want it to work like an Xbox, but be able to play games off of Steam, you know? Uh, but I think the problem is is that when you make an Xbox game, you optimize everything for that, that, that system. And so you don't have to have the most powerful of powerful stuff, whereas on a PC, everything's optimized for whatever. So you have to have a pretty powerful right. PC. So. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I'm sure there's something. Who knows? All right. I love games, though, man. Right? God. Uh, next, Alan S. Alan Schulte uh, wants to know what's the best bit of random information, not video game related, you've recently discovered. 
Ugh. Oh, man, I learned something the other day and now I forgot it. I'm going to stare at you until you remember. That's not how this works. Remember. Oh, I had something for this and I forgot. Do you have something? I, what's the best bit of random info? Hmm. Oh, man. This could be, do you have something? No. Like, I've been, I've been thinking about this. Right. Oh, well, okay. It's not really random, but it's something I didn't, it's something that I knew, but I forgot that I knew. Um, so went to a bar here in Seattle on Wednesday for show tune sing along night. Oh, that sounds Super really fun. fun. It was really fun I until they tunes. played some really random stuff I'd never heard of. Um, but I did the trivia portion of it. And did you know that, and God, I think I'm still right, that only two movie musicals have won Best Picture. Really? What are they? Sound of Music? I believe it was Sound of Music, and the other was Chicago. Yeah, nice. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. And I took Chicago. I should watch it. Oh, Chicago's fantastic. Super good. But I had no idea. Did Moulin Rouge? No. 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 Hmm. I don't even think I got nominated for that. I love that movie. I love that movie too. That's a very divisive movie, though. Is it? People either love it or they really freaking hate it. Man, I learned something the other day, and it just is not inside my head. I did learn the other day why um, why clockwise is a thing. Like, why, I mean, why do clocks arbitrarily have to go clockwise? Why couldn't they go the other way and just right. the numbers be reversed? And it's because that's not how sundials work. Oh. Yeah. because the sun, okay. the, the base on the sun travel. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to be like, maybe it's something like, you know, toilets south of the equator go the other <laughs> yeah. way around. I don't know. That's also not true. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but, man, I wish I could remember that other thing. I don't remember. Do you have anything, Dylan? Man, there's this movie on Netflix that was just so bad that, like, knowing this movie is bad is a worthy piece of information. Which is? I can't remember what it was. Oh. It was so bad. Oh, well, I told you the other useless piece of information, like, random thing when it came to Aquaman, uh, the big baddie in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah voiced yeah. by Julie Andrews. Yes, yeah. that's amazing. And I told people that, and they were like, nah, and they had to look it up on their phone. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, right. shocked about how well that movie's doing, too. Yeah. Because it was not good. No. Oh. I haven't seen it. Won't see it. Oh, did you not see now. it? Yeah, it's not. It's I'm not. waiting. Yeah, maybe catch it on DVD. TV. It's fine. I mean, you have A-list too, though, so you could go see it for free. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there's that. Mansox wants to know, what keyboard mouse do you have on your gaming rig? I have a Corsair keyboard, and I've got a Razer uh, Death Adder. Yeah, I also have a Razer Death Adder, and so does Dylan. <laughs> I love yeah, that thing. That's the best mouse. So I'm good. having to look up my keyboard because I always forget what it is. Black yeah, I, my Corsair, so I don't know the exact model, but I know the Corsair when I bought it about a year and a half ago, it was $130. Bucks. Um, so it's a it's a solid, it's, I feel like a t- I could take it, and if, we're my, uh, if my home were currently being invaded, you could do some I could hurt somebody with yeah. it. It's a solid piece of uh, machinery. I have the Razer Black Widow Ultimate 2014 Elite Mechanical Gaming Keyboard. I'm going to need you to never say that many I words. Have that one, but the Chroma version. Yeah. And it might be, do, do a, it might be a generation new, newer. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. And I really wish I had the and Chroma it came version. with the nice wrist pad in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's fire. I love this keyboard a lot, um, except my space bar is broken, which is kind of a bummer. Um, Column. It still works, yeah, I got my, I got a, I replaced that. I had that exact keyboard and I had to replace it because a couple keys yeah. went went rogue on me yeah like the space bar has like two sides to it um there's like a little spring that pushes it back up Mm -hmm. and one of them broke and so it works with my right hand but doesn't work with my left hand so it's workable whatever 
Um, but you do not want to play games when something doesn't work right because you're trying to work around it. Actually, and it, you know, it's actually on, on uh, this one. It, I don't think it would bother me. I don't. There's not very many games that use keyboard. And I think I could or mm-hmm. use the space bar anyway for things. I use a lot of space bar when I play. Uh, maybe I don't know. So it's generally the jump button or the. I mean, to be quite frank, like I'm such a loser gamer now that like even when a game supports <laughs> mouse and keyboard, usually I'm just like, ooh, but this Xbox controller sure feels nice. So whatever. I love I love Razer keyboards. Oh though. yeah, I, I like the clicky. Yeah, the I clickety do too. clickety. Um, My kid has the. Uh, the Black Widow Tournament Edition Chroma, Ooh. which is... He's an e-gamer. It's a cute one, though, because it doesn't have a, a 10 key. So, mm. like, it's... Oh, it's, it's the, the... It's a the, shorty one, and it's yeah, really cool. nice with the Chroma. Um, and it's a little bit cheaper, but I like that one a lot, too. I, I wish I had the Chroma, though. The Chromas are so cool because, like, for example, I'm playing Overwatch, and, like, when my ult is ready, the Q button glows. Right? That's dope. And then, like, the WSD are different colors, yeah. and then your different abilities are mapped to different colors. Yeah. And that's just default. You don't even have to set that up. They just what? know that game. when I'm playing yeah. Overwatch, to light the keys up, or when I'm playing Rainbow Six Siege, it lights the keys differently yeah. to the buttons that you use in the game. And then even things that charge up and become available then light up during, oh, it's so cool. Shout out to Josh. I don't remember what he did, but he did something really cool in... Uh Siege the other day, he told me about it, and yeah. I forgot what it was. But it seemed like a cool thing to do, and he got real excited. So, yeah. go Josh. <laughs> Josh, 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 yeah. Josh, Josh. <laughs> um, those are all our questions. Look at that. Um, if you have questions for us, you can always join us in our Discord, and we can talk about them there. You can ask them there, or you can post them on our Facebook page, or the Twitters, or the whatevers. Uh, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, do it, bro. Um, Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games this week. If you weren't aware, well, let me remind you, we are an official Humble Bundle partner. If you go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble. (laughs) Humble. Humble. It's like cool whip. Um, Yeah, you can. uh, We've got links to all the current Humble Bundles. You can subscribe to the monthly Humble Bundle as well and give us a little kickback that way. And it all helps support our show. But right now, we have the 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 Humble Caffeine Bundle. There's some great stuff in this, too. Take a sip of this hot bundle from a blend of developers and publishers all brewed up by social broadcasting platform Caffeine. What the hell's caffeine? I don't know. I've never oh. heard of this platform uh, before. Caffeine is, um, I want to say, it's a broadcasting. It's a like a streaming ch- channel, isn't it? Uh, sure. It could be. I don't know. Whatever. Pretty sure. Cool games in here, though. Um, for uh, pay what you want. So you could pay as little as, I don't know, a buck maybe. Um, you can get Headlander, which is a very cool game that I actually paid real money for. Um Goner Blueberry Edition. I don't know what that is, but it looks real cute. And Treadnoughts, which Dylan and I have both played. so fun. So I would tell you something about Treadnoughts to give you a little idea of how cool it is. Dylan and I went to uh, ID at Xbox two years ago. Two years ago. And we were kind of hanging out. And, like, that place is loud. Like, there are 400 gamers stuffed into a very small room. Yeah, lots of talk. And every once in a while, you'd hear this just cheer erupt. And you look over, and every single time it was the Treadnought booth. It's a a four-player 2v2 tank game where you shoot each other, but you can not only use your guns to shoot your enemies, you can also use your guns positionally to, like, fight gravity so you can shoot down and shoot yourself into a ceiling where you'll also stick. It's got this weird, like... 360 gameplay. It is really, really, really fun. It is made by a bunch of guys locally from Seattle, too. Top Stitch Games. So support those folks. It is real fun. Um, In the seven-ish dollar uh, tier, it's, you know, pay more than the average. Uh, You can get this War of Mine, which you have said is good, right? 
It's good. It's just Sad. it's dark. It's heavy. It's very slow and plotting, and it's it, it's good. Yeah, but ooh. yeah, there's a board game of that. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. oh, nice. I don't know if I can do uh, that. The Pillars of the Earth, which I have never heard of, but it has a very positive set of reviews on Steam. And uh, Dear Esther, which my brother actually bought for me, and I played on the Xbox. It is very, very fun, very slow. Like, I have never played a game. Like, the cool place to buy it on the PC, because you actually edit, like, an INI file to make your person run faster. <laughs> it is so slow, but really, really, really good. And is that um, a walking sim? It is a walking sim. Uh, and then in the twelve dollar uh, tier, there's Tyranny, which is a game I have always wanted to play, and I, it's been on my wish list for like a year and a half. So I will pay twelve dollars for it. Good. And uh, then Shadow Tactics, which I do not know anything about, but it is overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Shadow Tactics is a thing. People love that. Is legit. Oh yeah, for sure. So there's that. You can, uh, like I said, you can find that link to the Humble Bundle at bitemepodcast.com slash humble. So make sure if you do purchase at the Humble Bundle, you go through there. Um, over on the Epic Store, you can get What Remains of Edith Finch today. Today and tomorrow. It goes through the 24th. Okay. So if you are listening to this either that Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. go go get that game. I cannot say enough great things about that game, and it's free. Get it for Wait, free. Wait, and then, then on the 24th, you get the Jackback, Jackbox Party Pack? Yes, sir. Yeah. I have been wanting that. It's real fun. Have you ever played it before? Yeah. It's really cool. Like, if you haven't played it before, the greatest thing about it is you started up I on your- I almost bought it, like, five times in the last three months. Interesting enough, I think I have two and three, but I don't have one, so it'll yeah. work out. Um, the way it works is you start up a game and, you know, put it up on your monitor or PC or whatever, and then everyone <coughs> goes to a URL it'll tell you to go to on your cell phone. And so your cell phone acts as your buzzer. So, like, when you're playing You Don't Know Jack, it'll be like, you know, blah, 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 and you can use that as your buzzer, and then you use that also to put in what your answer is. But there's, like, a Pictionary game, I think, with it that you actually draw on your, your cell phone. It's really, really, really a cool experience. It's a great way to play with a group of people sitting on your couch if you can get the game up and running on your couch. Yeah. So, oh, it's super, super fun. Yeah. You should totally love do. that game. Cool, so. and that's going to be available as of the day most people are getting yeah, a hold Thursday. of our podcast, so the 24th. And with that, that is it. It is later in the day. I want to get out of here, so we're just going to wrap this up. All right. Do we have an anything app. else to say? You should go visit us app. on Facebook and Twitter at Bite Me Podcast. B-Y-T-E Me Podcast, and then .com is our website, slash Humble for the Humble Bundle store. Uh, go to slash Discord. Uh, it'll take you to our Discord channel. And then also patreon.com slash bite me podcast if you'd like to support our show yeah. via hard cash money. Yeah, go play Hellblade too. Oh, yeah, Hellblade. I'll uh, make sure I've got that. I think I've still got it. Lo- nope, sure don't. It's actually a very small download. I did it last night. It's only 15 gigs. Yeah. It finished in like 25 I minutes for me. I think I might put it on my Xbox and play it over there. It's so pretty on a big screen, man. Oh, oh I know. I played it on a big oh, screen. Oh, right, because you plugged yeah. your laptop in. Yeah. No, I played it on oh, you PS4. Played it on Xbox originally. Oh, PS4. Perfect. Whatever. You played it so I don't care. It's like my mom trying to name Adam, the kids. Adam, I don't care anymore. Before she gets to the right name, she has Adam. to go through all of them. Adam! It's always the last one you say. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm the firstborn. Whatever. She liked you the least. I actually know that's a lie. <laughs> you're the farthest back in her memory if you're the first one. I that's am. how it works. There you oh, go. Oh, man. Okay, so anyway, that's that. Follow us, find us, like us, give Love us money. Us. And But above all... <laughs>